While we were marching through Georgia, everybody swing your honey, swing your high and low. The Alaman left for the old left hand, around the ring you go. A grand old right to left walk on your heel and toe. Promenade that pretty gal to Georgia. Drive down Highway 17 from Clarksville to Helen and you'll pass a few historical markers. One in particular stands on the banks of Sawtee Creek and it kind of sneaks up on you. You don't really notice it until you're passing it. If you've never found the wide spot in the road, pulled over and uh, gotten out to read the marker, it says... On Sawtee Creek, just north of here, are remains of a dam constructed as part of a grist mill owned by Edwin P. Williams. During the war between the states to arm the Home Guard, Governor Joseph E. Brown had made a great number of pikes, daggers on long poles, for close fighting. This mill was converted to the manufacture of Joe Brown Pikes. Though church bells and old iron were given for making the pikes, iron from a forge near Clarksville was probably used too. After the war, the mill was reconverted to grinding corn. If you've listened to this podcast, you know I'm not a huge fan of roadside markers and don't always take them at face value. In this case, however, the marker makes an interesting point, and this week we'll talk about it. This is Moving Through Georgia. This is an extra episode Joe Brown's Pikes. We've discussed Joe Brown in a previous episode. As governor of Georgia through the Civil War, he was pretty much seated exactly at the intersection of states' rights and the welfare of the Confederacy as a whole. For example, Georgia raised its own military units from local boys, but then often sent them far out of state to serve with the Consolidated Confederate Army. This led to frequent conflicts and shaped the debate as to exactly what the Confederacy intended regarding states' rights. If Georgia were threatened with an imminent invasion, couldn't they just pull the Georgia regiments from Lee's army and send them home to protect their own land? Joe Brown felt the states had the right to do that, while the Confederate army felt that that was a decision better left up to Robert E. Lee. Issues like this often put Brown at odds with Jefferson Davis and the Army. However, when the war first broke out, there were other issues that took precedent, mainly the need to raise, outfit, and provision an army. Guns were expensive, and when a soldier from Georgia was issued a rifle, that rifle would then leave the state, usually, to go to Virginia or Tennessee with that soldier. In 1862, there was a need for rifles in Georgia, and Joe Brown stated his intention to arm every able-bodied person in the state against a Union invasion. His solution was to arm people with an unconventional weapon, the pike. A pike is a spear that you hold with two hands. They've been around since antiquity, and they were especially useful when they were used to stop horses. You see a lot of them in the Lord of the Rings movies, especially when horses are charging. Pikes were a lot easier to make than rifles. They could be made in pretty vast quantities and handed out quickly without a huge amount of training. When John Brown planned his raid on Harper's Ferry, he had some pikes made. Stonewall Jackson also requested pikes for his men. He felt that the long pikes could be set in place to protect the riflemen from cavalry charges while they reloaded. Remember that officers on both sides had gone to West Point, where they studied the great Napoleonic battles of Europe. 
But the Civil War wasn't fought on grand battlefields with rows of soldiers advancing on each other slowly. It was fought by riflemen crouching behind cover and moving over hills and through woods. A soldier with a rifle could shoot from a distance, then fix a bayonet and use their gun in close quarters like a spear or a club. Even in Europe, the rifle had pretty much caused the demise of the pike. Ask 20 historians about Joe Brown's pikes and you'll get 20 different opinions. I tend to agree with those who say that Governor Brown was doing what he could to put an offensive weapon in the hands of every person who could fight. The pikes might have come out if the regular army was shattered and the people of the South were fighting to hold every last inch from the Union. Apparently quite a few pikes were made. You often see them for sale in antique or military memorabilia auctions. And there are a few in different museums throughout the state. Everybody swing your honey, swing your high and low. The yellow man left for the old left hand, around the ring you go. A grand old right left walk on your heel and toe. From an a deputy gal to Georgia. That's all.